and welcome to the Open Paddock Rallycast. This is episode 58 for June 19th, 2019, and I'm super excited for the guests that we have for this week's show. We've got none other than the driver of the number 70 Subaru Motorsports USA WRX STI, Oliver Solberg. He came in second uh, on the podium there at 100 Acre Wood. He wins his first event in Subaru Blue at Olympus, and now he's getting ready for Idaho. We're super excited to have him on the show. And then we've also got Ian Holmes going to tell us a little bit about the Central UP rally that he competed in this last weekend. This is Open Paddock, the rally cast. I'm your host, Mike Shaw, and with me, as always, is my co-presenter, Ian Holmes. Ian, how are you doing this evening? Wonderful. Great smashing. I'm really excited to listen to uh, what uh, what Oliver Solberg has to say. We did we we did briefly meet at 100 Acre Wood. I wonder if he remembers me. All right. Well, when we come back, we'll have with us Oliver Solberg, driver of the number 70 Super Motorsports USA WRX STI. Well, I must say I'm in a little bit of disbelief that I'm actually saying this because we have with us Oliver Solberg of Subaru Motorsports USA on our rally cast. Uh, you're getting ready for Idaho. How are you doing, man? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Uh, we're uh, in the recce car right now going, going, to, uh, going back to the hotel after uh, a long day with fans and, and some testing. So it's been a good day. So um, talk about Idaho for just a second here. I mean, it's very different roads. Um, what do you think of them so far compared to the other events you've seen in America so far? No, Idaho for sure looks like a very different event. Uh, SS1 is very quick, it looks like, on video. And, uh, and the other days are very, very slow, very narrow, slow speeds, and uh, very sandy. So... It's going to be, for sure, brand new challenge again. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, no, for sure, it's going to be good, good fun, and I look forward to it. And, uh, yeah, hopefully it works out well. You've told me you like the tight and twisty stuff, but this is hairpin after hairpin after hairpin. That makes it a little bit different than something you get a lot of flow in, though, doesn't it? Yeah, on this bit, it was quite slow, but it was good flow, you know? Hair... Here is slow, but no flow. So <laughs> it's a bit, a bit different. But uh, for, for me, who's still young and learning pace notes, it's much easier for me to drive a narrow and tricky rally than a very fast rally. Because oh, right. doing perfect pace notes, doing perfect pace notes on a very fast road, it's, uh, it's, uh, it takes experience. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that first stage is one that has a lot of flow to it. It's very fast. A lot of people love that one. Um, exactly. But yeah. Spanish Fork, that's the tight one. That one's going to be a little bit of a challenge. <laughs> well, one thing uh, that we noticed uh, recently announced is you actually have Denny Jurade as your co-driver again. Uh, your recent experience yeah. with him was quite good uh, with that win that you had up at Olympus. And you've had another win rather recently as well. Uh, you must be pretty stoked to finally get that first win in Subaru Blue, just like your dad. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's been a great season so far, and uh, and uh, since I, I'm still young, I don't have so much experience. I still have to keep calm, don't take any risks, and, and still learn. You know, it's a long way to go. And me and Denis has done a great job so far. We won the last race, and 
I also won the European Championship uh, three weeks ago. So it's been two very good events, and uh, now it's a brand new race, brand new experience. So we'll just go out there and have fun, and uh, hopefully it ends with a good result. But we just have to get the experience and learn. But uh, we'll see how how far it goes. So, so you've now complete competed in uh, three events in the USA. Am I, am I correct? Two. two, two is this is the third yeah. one, isn't it? That's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, um, what what did you what did you know about rally in the USA before you made the decision to uh, to com- compete over here? Uh, no, I, I watched. Uh... Uh, all the launch control videos, and uh, I always dreamed about driving the cars because they looked, they looked amazing, and the team looked amazing, and the roads looked great. You know, new challenge all the time, different roads all the time. So it looks, it looked so much fun. And I, I said to my father that, oh, you know what? I'm actually going to go over to Sweden and ask for the email, and I'm going to send an email, and I, I did, and yeah, and the. A dream come true for sure, starting to drive here in America. I I was very unsure in the beginning because I didn't know much about it. So it it, it was going to be a brand new challenge, but I was up for it and and uh, I was uh, yeah ready to go out there and learn and and have fun. And it's gone over expectations so far. So hopefully we can keep that rhythm the rest of the season but for sure it's brand new races all the time all new experience so it's going to be tough to beat david and, and the other guys but we're going to try our best and yeah hopefully uh, it doesn't go too bad you know but mm-hmm. uh, we're here to learn and, and uh, get the experience mm. and, and what do you think about this amazing fan base that subaru has over here no that's all correct amazing thing that they have, you know, with the super ambassador thing and, and and how how I don't know how it's possible to gather so many people just with the Subaru logo, you know, with uh, everyone has loves everyone has the cars, everyone has yeah, it, it, it's in their hearts, you know, here over here in America and uh, uh, I have to say I see Subarus all the time and it's lovely to see that a brand can gather so much emotion and so many people around it. It's uh, great for us rally drivers that you can share your interests with other people. Yeah, I must say, Subaru uh, Motorsports, they do such a good job of uh, brand activation and, and getting so many people involved, which is cool. Uh, now, back to the rallying bit. Um, I mean, you were, you raced front-wheel drive for a long time there in the in the R2s and whatnot. But here you've got a center differential, rear and front differentials, you know, a, a whole bunch of different settings. That that's exponentially more difficult, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Going from our two years with R two, and this year is the is the first year with four wheel drive, and getting used to that, it's for sure a new challenge, a tough one. You know, it's totally different driving style and and setup of the car. It's a lot to learn, but I, I have a, a great teacher, luckily, uh, uh, as my father, to to get into it very quickly. And uh, for sure, it's it's a lot of up to me to 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 do the job and and try to yeah do get experience and do as good as I can. But uh, changing between I have to say it's also very tough to changing between the Polo and and the Subaru. You know, the Polo is small, no aerodynamics, and the Subaru is big with a lot of aerodynamics. So 
totally different driving styles. I have to change all the time. And plus the, the roads you have over here are so great with so different all the time. You, you, that's, that's also a bit why I went to America to drive because you have so much variation that I, I can't get when I'm under 18 in Europe, you know? So it's, it's, uh, it's an amazing experience. And, and for me that is so young and, and have so much to learn and, and want to learn it. It's amazing to come over here with such a great team, uh, such great roads. You know, you always get new experience. You always learn something new with roads and pace notes and the car. And uh, it's, uh, it's, couldn't uh, dream of something better to go over here, you know, for the experience side. Yeah, and uh, talking of <laughs> different experiences, uh, it's like we did meet on sort on on recce at a hundred acre wood and uh Scott Parrott and I we uh, pulled pulled a white Subaru over and stopped you from crossing the water because a river was flooded. Now, it's your first rally in a new country, and you're presented with rivers in flood. I mean, what what are you thinking then? No, I I, I was thinking, wow, this is cool. I love challenges, you see, challenges, and having river water crossings, I, I love action, you know, going flat through water splashes, big jumps, and I love all that kind of stuff, and, and this made the trip over to America even cooler, you know. It was the extra kick for me to do even a better performance. And, and uh, yeah, as you said, it was a, maybe a bit too much water to go over with, with our car, but, uh, yeah, since you couldn't even go with your big pickup, so uh, it was for sure a challenge, so we had to find different roads and go opposite way of the stages. So, yeah, it was uh, an amazing experience. It was made made the trip extra special since it was also the first time so it was a uh, great fun did you did you manage to find a way onto the stage in the end i think we went opposite way of the stage we went around and then went on to the end of the stage again. the race of course was like a totally different the roads were like totally different weren't they they'd all dried out and everything and it was a it was a totally different thing yeah, I was actually looking forward to cross all the rivers, you know, go flat out in the rivers, take some risks, and, and yeah, it was a, it was going to be fun, and, and then all, all the water disappeared all of a sudden. But uh, now, uh, also, uh, we we had a, all the cool experience on the recce. Uh, it was a big tree who fell over on, on the middle of the road on the recce, so it was me, Ken Block, his wife, it was the, uh, an Irish guy, and it, we were a lot of guys trying to pull this tree away, and, and then it came a big American pickup, pulled the whole tree away, and then we stopped talking for 10 minutes, all of, all of us, and then we went again. So it was uh, <laughs> oh, good fun, cool experience, and uh, for sure we had a lot of fun. Well, in the woods of America, you'll always find somebody with a big pickup truck, so that, that's that's pretty safe there. Exactly. <laughs> big um, guns and big guns and big pickups. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes big guns in the big pickups. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, I was also going to ask you, um, actually, talking about uh, as you get ready for this one. Obviously, again, coming off of two wins recently. Um, I actually, as a technical question, you seem to always be flat out 
and yet somehow in control. We could visibly see you being the fastest car in Olympus, and yet you knew or somehow seemed to know that those tires would last you just enough. How did you know those tires were going to last you just barely to the end? Because that was phenomenal. If you burned them up just a little bit more earlier, you would have not made it to the end of that rally. No, <laughs> of course it was a challenge, but uh, you, you can feel it in the car when the you can feel it in the car when the when the tire starts to overheat. You back off a little bit, and you just try to be clean, more careful on every corner, more careful on braking, and then you feel the tires are back on back on track, and then you can start pushing again. So it's it's that feeling you have in your body through the through the car that that you know that how how you can save the tires, how you can make the tires fast. Uh, and okay, we calculate calculate a little bit on tire pressures and stuff, but it's all about feeling what you what you feel and yeah, how you manage, you know. But uh, I I managed and it was a I didn't I didn't push massively. I just had an amazing rhythm without risks and and uh, yeah, it worked out. You're very popular, family name. There's got to be some pressure to finish at the top to win but how do you keep that pressure down when i mean you tell me you're just always learning yet at the same time it's got to be a lot of pressure being a solberg and you know being in a top team and wanting to get that result how do you try and keep that and heck you even have a movie out now (laughs) (laughs) no as i say you know everyone expects me to win with his name and and all the possibilities I have and, and the car, you know. But as I say, I don't have any experience compared to all the guys I went race against in Europe or David. So for me, that lifts all the pressure off. I know, you know, I can go out there without any pressure, but I know that I'm the, mo- the least experienced guy and I can just go out and learn and have fun without knowing how it's going to go. So it's... it's uh, it's all about having fun and don't think about it. You know, I I don't really think about the name I have uh, or, or the car I drive. I just want to learn and hopefully one day maybe be world champion because that's the dream. And it's very long left to go, but uh, that's what I, why, why I'm driving here, you know. Get experience, drive as much as possible. I'm the one without pressure. I'm the one with the least experience. So I, I, uh, I can just go out and have fun. Well, um, the FIA did recently announce uh, some interesting homologation plans for the WRC. Uh, one of those looks like it could be some in- th- interesting things where, I don't know, I'd love to see a Subaru, uh, what they said, that they could do a scaled version of a car. So uh, how do we get the FIA and Subaru so we can uh, have that car for that new generation was i think it's for 2022 or something like that so that way uh we see a subaru back in uh, and uh solberg and subaru blue at the world championship i think that'd be a cool deal yeah for sure that would be a dream that would be absolutely the best situation you never know what happens with the multitude in the future you know one day one manufacturer goes out one comes in again and uh, with a new regulation that comes 2022 it's for sure going to be an interesting era and uh, hopefully it brings more manufacturer uh, into the World Championship and hopefully like a Subaru. So it would, it would be cool to get the Solberg and, and Subaru back in the World Championship. But you never know what happens. 
what teams who comes in or what teams who goes. You know, so we will see in 2022 for sure. But it could be an interesting future. I think. Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm I'm a member of the uh, Goodwood Road and Racing Club, and I got a very interesting email from uh, from them the uh, the other week, and uh, I believe you're taking your Subaru WRX STI that you compete in over here to the uh, Festival of Speed. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. So we are shipping it straight away after this race, straight out uh-huh. of Goodwood, and then from Goodwood uh, straight away to New England again. So it's a tight schedule for my little baby, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, I think uh, with the good mechanics we have and the uh, strong car as the Subaru, it will be no problem. Yeah, it's going to be an organizational nightmare for somebody along the way. I'm sure of it. But uh... John Buffum. <laughs> <laughs> it's all John. There we go. Leave it on him. <laughs> so, so, how are you looking forward to uh, being part of one of the world's most important celebrations of motor racing that that the Festival of Speed actually is? Well, it's going to for sure be a dream come true. You know, meet all the best drivers in the world and be allowed to drive there myself with the Subaru and, and that kind of colors to show that off uh, to the people again. It's going to be for sure a dream come true. And uh, yeah, even to be allowed to go there with all the great names and the history has been there, it's uh, for sure a uh, dream come true and it's going to be uh, really cool. Are you taking the car up the, uh, up the hill or are you doing the forest rally stage? Uh, I'm doing some passenger laps with uh, the media guys on the on the rally stage. Cool. Proper. Proper. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I must say, you're someone that's, you know, you said dream come true. You've had a lot of those come uh, recently, and it's just been awesome to see you grow and yet still be so grounded. And uh, like I said, you've got a movie out. It I believe it's called, uh, was it Born to Drive? Is that right? Yes. So is that something that we're going to see released exactly. here in America? Um, you never know. Uh, still, still the video is um, going around the world now, so we never know if it comes to America. But uh, it would be it would be funny if it came came over to America one day. But uh, we'll see. <laughs> well, you're definitely uh, taking the Hollywood moniker uh, to a whole new level with the Solberg name, and I, I'm so excited for you. <laughs> and I, I really look forward to seeing you uh, just well, tomorrow or the next day uh, in Idaho. Good luck at that event. Um, I, I, I'm sure you'll do well. Thank you. No, you never know how it's going to go, but uh, we'll do our best, that's for sure. Never give up. That's the most important. Never stop dreaming and dreaming and never give up. That's the most important. That's definitely it. I think that's a perfect yeah. thing for us to end on. Uh, Ian, mm-hmm. did you have any last questions? No, I didn't. I just wanted to wish him good luck for the weekend. So uh, we'll be uh, we'll be watching out for you. Yeah, I'll do my best. All right, Oliver. Thank you so much for taking the time. I know uh, it's getting later in the evening there. You're probably hungry after doing a whole bunch of uh, promotional stuff and whatnot. But uh, we'll see you in a couple of days, and good luck. Yeah, thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Well, thank you again, Oliver Solberg and for Subaru Motorsport USA for uh, getting us connected. That was awesome. 
And now we've got Ian Holmes to tell us about the Central UP Rally, which is a regional event. We were talking previously with Karen and uh, Preston Osborne about uh, how regional events are such a great way to train workers, um, as well as, you know, increase the skill of competitors. Uh, tell us what the experience was like at uh, Central UP. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know if I can uh, can follow uh, Oliver Solberg, really, can I? But uh, I'll do my well, best. Follow? Yeah. You've done that before. It was just way, way, way back following. Back. Yeah, it was back, like like seventy five minutes back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, it was um, the Central UP. It's uh, it's a it's a it's an event I really like. I mean, I went went to the first running of this event two three two years ago with uh bill morenich and uh we uh after we managed to finish second despite having having a huge off into a tree at one point but uh it's a, it's a super super event it's very different to a lot of the other rallies that are that are out there um it's um it's a blind basically it's a blind rally you turn up to uh registration and uh get given your gemba and that's it. There is no, there's no recce. So, uh, Oh, no recce at all. So it's just straight no from recce the Gemba at notes. All. Yeah. Straight from the Gemba notes, which is a, an interesting experience. I mean, I've been all year, I've been like writing my own notes, you know, and, uh, to be, I mean, so I'm used to reading my own scrawl on, on a piece of paper and it's a little bit disjointing to see nicely printed text in front of you you know it was what was for me anyway so but uh so yeah it's this is one of the it's one of the little things you know you we t i got there at uh yeah about six o'clock at night so uh i registered in the evening i picked up picked up my copy of the gemba and i marked some stuff up on them the way that i do and then uh Scott got in late with the truck, so uh, he registered first thing in the morning, and we did tech. So we were all done by, um, let's say, quarter to nine, nine o'clock, and Park Expose didn't start until one. So you're there for four hours, kind of like twiddling your thumbs and actually wondering what to do. I mean, the truck was running great, so uh, we didn't feel there was anything much to do with the truck so so you know four hours i mean four hours for a recce would have been nice it would have like we would have had something to do and something to occupy our minds you know yeah but, yeah especially if you had that much time wow so mm. was this a like a single stage that was run back and forth or how many stages are part of this central up rally well the central up imagine it get a piece of paper mike and draw a balloon on on a stick on it okay. and that's base, basically the form of of the uh, the rally you stage stage one you head up the stick and okay. uh, yeah and then stage two you would like like navigate part of the balloon and then stage three you navigate the rest of the balloon and then stage four you go back down the stick and then you go to service it's just a squiggly stick hopefully yeah, a very squiggly stick. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So you, 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 you don't get, want to. You're you, that's the... a drag race, otherwise. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, you're getting the idea of the of the layout, the layout, and how convenient 
this convenient how how well packed together this all is because the so you've done you do two runnings of the balloon on the stick and so and so we've got 90 miles of 92 miles of stage road mm-hmm. and you know no more than like seven or eight miles of transit wow this is so That's about the compact. best ratio you can get absolutely i mean it's like from park expose to the start of stage one was a mile and three quarters so are these any of these uh roads familiar roads that you've been on before for other events or is this uh central up its own own area it's it's its own area i mean i've run the i ran the one ran the event two two years ago the first running of it but it's they're not part of anything else no so but uh, so you've got the basic idea of what what the course is like and uh but unfortunately we had a little bit of a problem with the uh, central up has ever since it restarted has had an issue with with the weather i mean the first year first year they ran it there was bad rain and uh, there was a lot of standing water around and uh, the second year they ran it that was the uh, that was last year and that was when houghton was uh, was laid laid waste by uh, by massive the big flooding storm, from that thunderstorm flooding, yeah. yeah so that was the same storm came through the uh, central up rally area and uh, there was the water was 18 inches deep in places on the stage from what i'm told so so this year we thought it was great we had blue skies and sunshine but uh, a storm had gone through the night before and because uh, and a couple of days before and because these are like logging roads and they're always in use you know stage two had got churned up so badly that uh, the course cars couldn't even get down there so unfortunately stage two had to be cancelled so we were basically just like running stage one and three and four before returning to service and then doing the same again which was a bit of a disappointment but you know we still had 70 odd stage miles in the event which is still pretty darn good uh, so that, that was a bit a bit of a disappointment and uh here's here's an here's an example of how my my thinking has changed since i uh, went on the gelsomino's co-driving school in order to uh, get to the start of stage stage three we had to transit back stra- transit in a reverse direction down it to get to the start turn around and come back so as we hadn't had any recce transiting in the reverse direction was like free recce so i I was actually sat there with my notes going with the gemba notes going through them backwards looking for things that would that could affect our running of the um running of the stage you know any standing water or any rocks or stuff that was on racing lines and stuff like that i mean that's how my brain works now i was i was working backwards off the notes find yeah and yeah i did you know i felt we found like puddles big puddles of water on the braking line and stuff like that and stuff like that was helping scott you know if i was calling i could call that for him before it happened when we were when we were actually on stage that was that was helping us quite a bit but uh, this is just one of those new skills that i've uh, 
that I've developed. You know, as long as you remember that you're reading the Gemba and what you see on the Gemba, it's if it says right five, if you're going at it from a reverse direction, it's a left five. You know, mm-hmm. and if it's if it says crest left three, you know, it's you're actually seeing right three in a crest. Yeah. Yeah. I really had to concentrate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but I managed it. And I think that was quite helpful for us. Yeah, I guess you just kind of have to look just like complete reverse, read up the page and instead of down it and uh, look for any of the little gotchas there. So, well, how did you do? We actually, we we did okay. We were very happy. I mean, we came... We came second in class, which was our class was open two wheel drive heavy. So we came second in that, and we were fourth in the uh, Sisu challenge, and we were eighth overall. And we should probably talk a bit about the old Sisu challenge because that's something that's going on that that happens in the events. In the Midwest here. Yeah, the Midwest folks, they uh, put that together, usually uh, instigated by uh, Al Dante's and the Tower City race team. Yeah, Al's got a lot to a lot to do with this. So, uh, yeah, the Sisu, Sisu Challenge for two-wheel drive vehicles, and uh, everybody, the team's put in, put some money into a pot, and there is, you know, you know it's all split at the end, end of the event. And I think... Uh, Fourth, you know, fourth place got about forty bucks, and but there was also lots of um, other things added, and somebody, in I think it might have been Adam Van Dam, but added a hundred bucks to the fourth place finisher because they weren't on the podium. So finishing fourth, we actually got actually, a bigger payout. We actually got a bigger payout than the person who was first. <laughs> <laughs> this, this so, is... so with, since you were fourth overall, so that so basically they they had it set that they only did a podium for the top three overall. Well, uh, the way the NASA does their trophies was a bit uh, a bit odd. I'm still trying to work out the way the trophies worked. There were there was trophies. There was there was a set of first, second, and third for two wheel drive and four wheel drive. And then there was two big trophies for two-wheel drive and four-wheel drive. And then there were these, I guess, as if you were to compare them to uh, ARA classes, there were the, I guess maybe they were the, the regional classes. There, there was the open two-wheel drive heavy, open two-wheel drive light, open four-wheel drive heavy, and open four-wheel drive light. So, so did you get a trophy? The, no, we didn't get a trophy. I mean, so I don't know. about all these different trophies, and there isn't a trophy. Okay, I'm confused. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're, not, you're not the only one. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I like a trophy. I like a trophy. Right. I like. I'm, I'm shallow like that. I like to. I, I like to have a trophy at the end of the day. But uh, I mean, and my 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 thought is, if you're going to organise something and you're going to have classes, you should have a trophy for the classes. But I mean. Making, 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 and buying trophies costs money. So, yeah, that's a, f- a financial decision, probably. But uh, you know, we were we were happy. You know, we finished. Good. We were second in second in two wheel drive, uh, two wheel drive, open heavy, and we were never going to uh, never going to win the class because uh, Mike Hurst was there with his 
wonderful, wonderful Ford Capri. Oh, that was a sweet-looking car. Oh, that is just so gorgeous. So we don't mind finishing second to that at all. But uh, <laughs> it was, you know, it's it was where well, we were happy. We were happy with second, and uh, but it was. It, I mean, twenty, twenty-two, twenty-three cars. I mean, that's a uh, that's, that's a an, strong uh, field for regionals. That's, that's a very strong field for a regional. So um, there's. Yeah, we've got lots of hope for the future for 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 that event. I mean, the road. I mean, the roads are great. I mean, I love. I really do love the roads. I think there's there aren't any better roads anywhere in America. I mean, Scott and I were like uh, split on on. Even though we only ran two stages, Scott and I were like split on which stage we preferred. Scott liked stage three because it was tight and twisted between the trees and you know he's like threading a needle mm-hmm. but the first stage for me was I mean, it was wide and fast started off wide and fast and then you went into some trees where it tightened up a bit and then you burst through these trees and because it's like a logging area you burst through these trees and go up over this ridge that's nothing devoid of trees it's devoid pretty much devoid of life and you like go over this ridge and then you're back down into the trees again. And it's it is a it's a super road. I love that one. So, but, uh, so yeah, put put the uh, central UP on your uh, on your calendar for next year. It was thoroughly enjoyable. Well, again, a lot of stage miles for uh, very <laughs> little transit that uh, most people would definitely enjoy that. And uh, sounds like uh, you did pretty well there. So. Keep improving your uh, performance, and obviously you guys getting a uh, second place, which actually it's another second place that you guys have gotten in a class. So uh, doing rather well. You just got one more step up to do, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 gonna it's gonna be tough to make that final step up. So, but yeah, I've had three events this year and three podiums, but now I've said that that's going to jinx it, isn't it? <laughs> Well, I don't know. I guess it depends on uh, how good uh, your um, mind-melded, uh, uh, visually impaired co-driver in the UK is doing. Because, yeah. right, mm-hmm. if, if she does well, then you happen to do well, or vice versa, right? That's it. That's the way it works. seems to be the With way Sarah, it's going to work. Right? Yeah, yep, that's it, yeah. So, so Sarah's got to match me or beat me. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds like a plan. Well, okay. Ian, thanks for taking the time to uh, be on this podcast a little bit late in your neighborhood, but uh, always good to chat. Next event again for me is Rally Idaho. I'll be leaving here uh, tomorrow to go to that event. And uh, Ian, when's your next event? I've got a got a few weeks off. I will start preparing for Ojibwe. Ojibwe is next on my calendar. Excellent. Sounds good. Well, remember, everybody, you can listen to us on Podbean on iTunes, on Google Podcasts, wherever you want to search for a podcast, just search for the Open Paddock Rallycast. Thanks for listening, and remember, keep it shiny side up.